Narcissism Recovery Podcast. My name is Yitz Epstein. I am your host. I'm a narcissistic abuse life coach. Today, I'll be discussing the abandonment wound and the fear of intimacy. Something that I've seen pretty consistently with victims of the abandonment wound who have been abandoned in childhood is that they have a struggle connecting with other people in a healthy way, being intimate, and they have a deep fear of intimacy. The abandonment wound is created by rejection from parents, abandonment, perhaps the parents are physically there, but there is an emotional unavailability which causes the child to feel abandoned. Perhaps past lovers or relationships that included betrayal, cheating, abandoning, and abuse, all these can cause the abandonment wound. When a person has an abandonment wound, they are going to feel like they don't matter, they're invisible, that they're lost, insignificant, feel shameful, and are going to struggle to trust. Intimacy, on the other hand, is the idea behind intimacy is that we want to feel special, seen, understood, and deeply cared for. So when a person has this abandonment wound, they're going to struggle to feel these feelings because ultimately they're going to have many defense mechanisms, which I'm going to go into shortly to protect them from further hurts. The abandonment wound makes you feel like you are alone in a very vast and big world, universe. Uh, Because of this, you either decide that the world doesn't revolve around you at all and you become self-neglecting or self-rejecting, you become codependent, or you decide that it revolves entirely around you, you become selfish and narcissistic. So these are really the two options when it comes to the abandonment wound. The abandonment wound creates, like I mentioned, defense mechanisms that get in the way of intimacy. The defense mechanisms, when a person's being abused, abandoned, hurt, they serve to, uh, as a survival mechanism in order to overcome and not get over uh, emotionally dysregulated and really hurt, destroyed by the abuse that's going on. So the abandonment uh, wound creates these defense mechanisms. The defense mechanisms serve a purpose. After a while, later on in life, these defense mechanisms, these fears, these avoidance techniques of intimacy are going to cause a person to have a difficult time trusting and therefore connecting with other people. Some of the effects of the abandonment wound, some of the defense mechanisms that get in the way of true intimacy include, might imply that they're going to abandon them, and oftentimes they abandon before getting abandoned. So again, it gets in the way of true interconnection, trust, vulnerability, and allowing the other person to see into their personal life. Controlling behaviors and controlling relationship patterns, uh, lack of trust, a fear of judgment from other people, fear of criticism, a hypervigilance, fear of people, a fear of vulnerability. All of these are essentially ways in which a person can protect themselves because if these fears essentially are telling the person that they have to be careful because there's a threat. Uh, now, the threat may or may not exist, but because those wounds are activated and because a person has those deep wounds, when they are intimate, oftentimes, those wounds are going to be activated. And when that happens, they're going to usually either push people away or I'll mention shortly, they're going to enmesh. Now, Furthermore, trouble being authentic or honest or trusting, uh, craving intimacy, but also abhorring it, Uh, chasing love or chasing connection, chasing intimacy, but then sabotaging when it comes, not really believing that it's true love, uh, always testing it, perhaps a love addiction, love avoidant relationship pattern, projecting past abusers on current partners, and essentially doing a repetition compulsion, putting the current partner through what the individual went through previously. feeling profoundly empty, uh, having trouble maintaining healthy, long-term, sustainable relationships. Now, oftentimes those with the abandonment wound get triggered by children who are very playful, very present. Uh, Children can oftentimes be a trigger to those who have the abandonment wound, have a fear of vulnerability and feel fear of being themselves. Furthermore, feeling the need to enmesh in order to connect with others and essentially be entirely engulfed in the relationship, know every detail of their life and want to share every part of their life, not a whole lot of uh, independence, not a whole lot of boundaries. And finally, extreme jealousy towards others who seemingly are able to connect in a healthy way.
So all these are symptoms of the abandonment wound, and as a result, they're going to push away true intimacy, which could lead to fulfillment and happiness and interconnection. So you see here how the abandonment wound directly causes these defense mechanisms, which then gets in the way of true healthy intimacy. One of the things about the abandonment wound is it causes you to feel extremely shameful. Uh, when you feel shameful, you oftentimes hide your shame and you create a false self to hide the true self, which is usually in a lot of pain and essentially drowning in shame. So intimacy requires a person to be in totality their true self and really vulnerable and open and honest with themselves, with other people, show their true self, which again, if you have these intimacy fears, it's gonna be scary to open up towards other people and allow somebody into your personal space to see those parts of yourself which you may feel ashamed about. So essentially we have a contradiction in terms, trying to be intimate when you again have these fears of intimacy, when you have this abandonment wound. So the question now is how to overcome the abandonment wounds and create healthy intimacy. So important to heal your abandonment wound and face your abandonment fears. It is very typical of those who have been victimized by a narcissist, by a narcissistic parent, to have fears of intimacy because essentially narcissistic abuse is emotional abandonment and sometimes physical. So when you have these wounds, it's important to face the fears and heal the wounds. It's important to develop a relationship with yourself that is intimate. You know, intimacy is with other people. But intimacy first is with yourself, being vulnerable with yourself, trusting yourself, being open to your own feelings and your own uh, sense of self is so vital because only once you do that with yourself can you then be open with other people. It's important to face your fears, not run from them, uh, not defend against them, but rather uh, face them with presence and allow them to be faced. Once you do face them, uh, they're less scary, they're less intimidating, and ultimately you can work through the fear of intimacy. It's vital to learn to be comfortable by yourself alone and really define yourself alone. This will help you find out who you are, what you want, and what direction you want to go in your life. This will allow for independence, and only through healthy independence being whole alone could you then create interconnection, healthy interdependence uh, that will not be enmeshment, but rather will be respectful with boundaries and synergistic. It's important not to chase love and connection. When you do this, what you're doing essentially is you're escaping your alignment with your authentic self. You're, you're avoiding yourself. Uh, love is not something to be chased, but rather something to be experienced with another person once you experience it alone. So relationships, the way I see it, should be in the flow. They should happen naturally and gradually. Uh, if they're not, if they're forced, oftentimes they become codependent and narcissistic. They become enmeshed. Uh, they become controlling, and ultimately they do not lead to fulfillment. So important to let relationships happen, let them flow. If you do not have a person in your life that you feel you can connect with and love, focus on yourself and develop that healthy relationship with yourself. And eventually the people who will be able to connect with you will help you evolve and grow and feel connected will join you on your growth journey. And finally, it's so important to find people, friends, a counselor, perhaps a coach, a therapist, someone who you deeply trust who can help you learn what it's like to be uh, intimate, to learn how to trust, to let go, to be vulnerable, uh, and help you identify relationship patterns and defense mechanisms that are faulty and getting in the way of true healthy intimacy so you can correct that within and ultimately allow for people into your life to connect with you in a healthier way that will lead to fulfillment, happiness, and healthy interconnection. I want to finish off with a quote, this one by Rumi. This is actually one of my favorite quotes. It goes like this. Your task is not to seek for love, but merely to seek and find all the barriers within yourself that you have built against it. The way I see it is that when you accept yourself, when you're vulnerable with yourself, when you let yourself be who you were meant to be, what you're doing is you're just being who you're created to be. And the way I see it is you are, you are love. I see people as an expression of love. And when they are their authentic self, when they're simply in the flow, that allows them to connect with other people that are in the flow, not controlling, not defend, but rather 
uh, simply being intimate in a way that allows the other person to see who they are and to see another person in their uh, emotional and metaphorical nakedness that allows for true trust and intimacy, which is really what I believe is at the core of the human drive. If this is a struggle for you, if you're finding yourself struggling with fears of abandonment and enmeshing with people who are narcissistic, if you're finding yourself to be codependent, uh, if you fear being too close to people, uh, if you have this fear of intimacy, definitely reach out and allow me to work through this so you can heal and create lasting, healthy, fulfilling relationships in your life. I offer a free 15-minute consultation, so definitely reach out and take advantage of that. My email, yitz, Y-I-T-Z, at psychologicalhealingcenter.com by phone 252-696-4852. I want to thank you so very much for joining me for today's episode. It is such an honor to bring you this information today, and until next time, all the very best. 